Money FM 89.3, best of the evening runway. Why it matters. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is now time for Why It Matters. I'm Elliot Danker. Today we're talking about the global logistics industry and how it's expected to hit 6.3 trillion US dollars for 2023. Asia's e-commerce revenues alone are predicted to reach 1.92 trillion US dollars by 2024. Now, over the past year, we have seen technology investment accelerating as organizations seize tech as a strategy to mitigate growing concerns around things like inflation pressures or economic stagnation. Well, with the goal on focusing on e-commerce parcel delivery locally and internationally, Singpost has embarked on a digital transformation project adopting advanced technology. With the Boomi platform, Singpost can now onboard our customers 75% quicker from five to six weeks to under two weeks. Let's find out more about that partnership. In the studio with me is Noel Singer, who is the Chief Group Information Officer for Singpost. Noel, welcome to the studio. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much. It's quite interesting that we get to have this conversation. We'll discuss a little bit more about Singpost and Boomi, but a legacy company to pivot this way is something I feel not enough credit tends to be given. You know, It's always that quest for relevance and really the best way is to pivot. Tell us a little bit more about how Singpost has transformed just a postal service provider to an e-commerce logistics leader. Well, that's a very good point, Elliot. I mean, <laughs> something that we need to appreciate is that Singpost today is not the same as Singpost of yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. While we are still firmly rooted in Singapore, only about 15% of revenue coming from Singapore. 50% is still coming from Australia and the rest of it is coming from the global cross-border business that we do. Wow. Right? Now, this was a combination of two. One is obviously we're driven by the situation in postal where the yeah. volume of mail continue to drop. Yeah. But then if you really look at the basic of things, what we do in postal is basically logistics you move yeah. from point A to point B yeah. so if you look at it from that perspective then it's just a matter of okay postal is just one product e-commerce parcels and other products and then everything else that we do as long as we're moving stuff yeah. that's also another product that we do yeah. Yeah. and this coming along as well that with the fragmented nature of supply chains that there's so many different players out there that we have to orchestrate to be able to demonstrate that end-to-end supply chain operation that mm-hmm. that our customer expect us to do, that our business wants to do. And really, I mean, you mentioned early on about how Bumi coming in, helping us with integration. And this is really where the two power coming together, the yeah. two parties coming together and helping to create that ability to actually streamline that data exchanges and bringing insight from the data that enable us to really orchestrate that end-to-end supply I like the way you put it because as you're talking about it, you think Singpost, you think Postal. Hey, wait a minute. You know, it's more than just sending a letter to your pan pal. It's how with this partnership, putting all those roads and making sure everyone gets on the super highway. Tell us about this partnership with Boomi. What is the digital transformation aspect here? Okay. In the past with the postal network, let's put it okay. that way, yeah? okay. you basically work between one postal company to the others, one country to the others. Okay. Okay? And it's all run under what we call the UPU, Universal Postal Unions. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's an agency under the UN. But now as we move along into the higher demand from the customers, or let me put an example. Let's say you buy a water bottle from the UK. Okay. Let's say you're an avid cyclist and you want okay. to buy new water bottles. Thanks. And you were given a choice now. One part is you can ask one of these express company to ship it to you, mm-hmm. but it's going to cost you 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. But you're going to get it in two days. Okay. Okay. The other options that we used to have is using the postal services. Mm. So if coming from the UK, you use Royal Mail, eventually Singpost will deliver it to you. But that will probably cost you, what, 10, 20 bucks? 
Yeah. But you will get it in 14 days. Yes. Right. Now, depending on where you are, <laughs> you'll choose either Express yeah. or the postal services. Yeah. Yeah. What we want to do here at Singpost, and this is again where Pumi coming in and helping us, is we want to come up with uh, a middle options. What if I can deliver it to you in five to seven business days okay. and you pay $40 or $50? So in between the, the premium services and the premium. Okay. okay. It's like you got an option of business and economy and suddenly right. you come up with the premium economy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got you thinking, right? Because I feel the regular 14 booking days is too long. The premium is fast, but it's too expensive. Exactly. Suddenly, I have a middle option. Five to seven working yes, days is very reasonable. And yeah. it hopefully provide you with that sweet spot where everybody yeah. will be coming in on board. Isn't it? Yeah. One week is fine, yeah. Exactly. But to get there, imagine the orchestration of data that we have to do. It. Right. Because yes. the moment you put that order in, you know, at SingPost, I have to know like, okay, who ordered it? Okay. Where should I pick up the item from? Yeah. Where should I deliver it? When do you expect it to be delivered? Who should I use in the UK to pick up the goods? There's pressure on Singapore. Yeah. And then how are you going to ship it from the UK to Singapore? Right. Who's going to deliver it here in Singapore? Imagine all those touch points. Imagine all the data that we have to collect. Isn't it? How we integrate with the different data sources. Wow. And that's where Bumi coming in. You okay. know, they provide that platforms that allow us to build the interfaces with the many data sources, bringing the data together, to be processed by our systems right. and then how we are orchestrating the whole step-by-step step of that operations end-to-end. Okay, so there's a lot more planning, obviously, a lot more strategy. Does this create more jobs or do people within that department that's deciphering the data have to sort of pivot to ensure that, you know, SingPost meets all the customer's needs? It increases the value. Increase the value, okay. Yeah, you move okay. up the value chain. Right, right, yeah, right. Okay. okay. Is that increasing employment, reducing employment? In my view, I think it would be increasing the employment. Sure. Okay. Sure. But we do need a different type of profiles. Mm-hmm. And the opportunity to do that, and something that we do very seriously in Singpost, is, the, is that we are doing a digital upskilling programs. We want everybody to be part of these journeys. Okay. We're not going to leave anybody behind. Okay. Yeah? So you'll be going into an opportunity where you upskill yourself and hopefully you get a new roles, you get a better pace and so on. Yeah? Right. Forgive me if this is a little bit challenging. We talked about at the start how you've got a complex supply chain landscape, right? Coming in with this so-called premium economy, the sweet mm. spot, how complicated does that make things? How does it improve things? Is it really just a simple case of technology being able to save time? If you get what I mean. Yeah, but it's always a combination of technology and processes. Okay. All right. Now, it is complex. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> those who are able to simplify complexity will be the ones making profits. I hear you. Okay. Yeah. But for us in Singpost, this is also not new. Mm. I mean, we are, as I said, 50% of our business is in Australia. Yeah, we are actually in the top five transport company in Australia today. Mm. And the main business that we do there is what we call the fourth party logistic, which is basically doing all of the things that we just said. So we've been doing that for years. And now we are replicating that know-how and scale that globally to be able to provide that premium economy services that we just talked about. I have a feeling this is why Singpost got you on board. You spent 10 years in DHL. How is that transition like? What were some of your observations? It's definitely different colors. Uh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's very exciting because I think with Singpost is the opportunity to... I'm using the words that my CEO just, just said course, in one of our town halls. Yeah, that we are co-authoring this journey together. This is a Singapore-based yeah. institution, yeah. a pride of the nations, yeah. I would say. You know? And how can we really bring that up? Singpost in the postal industry era has always been the most reliable postal company in the world. Of course. Right? How can we bring that know-how, bring that excellence, you know, I would say, 
into the new era of this e-commerce logistics, you know, where data is really becoming the the gold mine, the mm. oils that really yeah. drive yeah. all those activities. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, data really is king now. So, I mean, you've seen that global landscape, you see this... I can't really say it's local because it's it's, it's global, global, yeah. It's global. What are some of the industry challenges where supply chain is concerned? What what are you observing on that front? I think the thing with the supply chain is also that the lack of industry standards and also the practice thereby there's still a lot of paper form being used. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you reminded Even me until now. Until now. Wow. I mean, imagine this. You got different formats in the forms yeah. that you have to digest. You have to use in right, your operation. Right, right. Bill of ladings, invoices, you name it. Yeah. Gosh. And in Singpost, we are trying out some new innovations. Mm. You know, we're working with Google's. We're working with under this AI replacer programs, mm-hmm. and we develop prototypes that actually automate the whole things. You know, mm-hmm. now you are able to actually consume those paper forms, translate that into digital data, and actually converse with it. Mm. We can ask questions like, what are the dangerous goods being shipped here? Okay. You know, which country is it going to? Yeah. Where is it from? Yeah. And so on. And hopefully that will be able to bring the operation to be more efficient. Feels like, I mean, at the same time, and again, just referencing your global experience, right? Because Singapore is such an integrated network, you feel that even something like SingPost could work hand in hand say with law enforcement if necessary simply because the technology and data is so readily available exactly yeah it's all coming back to data if you got that integration going you mentioned law enforcement yeah. there's also the custom clearance yes yeah. yes correct possibly with the financial industry as well yeah. for trades facilitations and all that you know yeah. if all of the coming belongs you know imagine what singapore could be no well you talked about how they are still <laughs> There are still better people. Yep. How do we get rid of that? I mean, are you observing any particular technology that's on the horizon that if people more readily adopt it can help to clear this and maybe I won't need that premium option, two to three days suddenly becomes a lot more affordable. Can that happen? Am I imagining too much? I think it will <laughs> happen, but then you have the perspective of the global trade as well. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. So it, it has to be at the same It has pace. to be at the same yeah. pace. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. not quite possible. Your thoughts on Asia versus other parts of the world in terms of adopting technology and, and managing supply chain. Where are we at? Where is Singapore at even? I think there's a big opportunity in Asia, definitely. Yeah. I think if you look at the supply chain industry, logistic industry as a yeah. whole, you know, it still is a bit of price or labor cost arbitrage. Right. Yeah, the labor cost in Asia is generally or relatively still cheaper compared to the Europeans and the and the Americans, yeah. you know, standard isn't sure. it, or benchmark. Isn't it? Yeah. So I think that's why the adoption of technology is still not coming along at the same level mm-hmm. as what it was. But at the same time, if we look into the culture in Asia, you mm-hmm. know, we are a regions where we adopt technology at a very fast pace. Isn't yeah. it? I remember, I think it was twenty years ago when they said that in Singapore every person would have one point one mobile phone. <laughs> You got more mobile phone than the number of people. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that goes to show that we are so driven when it comes to technologies. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's just a matter of really reflecting or applying that in. Yeah. I think we've always been open about it and we want to be up there. Mm. Okay. The competitiveness that we have as well. I think Singapore especially. Yeah. And pressure. I, well, I wouldn't say just pressure, but also it's the we always want to be the tops in it. Yeah. yeah, I mean you mentioned a lot of problems within supply chain. I was quite surprised we didn't bring up one of the problems is uh, demand of customers. They demand want of customers. That, yes. You know, yeah. yeah. You want you want spoiled. everything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. And and that's the part that I think technology is really coming in yeah. and trying to to help yeah. that. But sustainability is another another piece that you have to look into. Okay. Yeah. It, can the technology be applied to help Singapore? Uh, of course. Of course. I mean, as part of this data that we are. Collecting. So we're mm-hmm. also collecting data about the carbon emissions that right. are 
emitted when we do the deliveries. Okay. Yeah. okay? So essentially, as the customers, you will be given an option. So again, Elliot, when you order your water bottles, you mm. could choose two options. You may want to pay a little bit of premiums, but it's carbon neutrals. Okay. And then you feel like you've done your part. You've done your world. part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's, that's the thing. The whole purpose of Singbos right. is to make every delivery count for people and planets. And that's really what we are, we are going for. I really do appreciate your insight. One of the final questions that I have, as a group chief information officer, your thoughts on technology enabling, and, and this is just beyond the logistics sector, enabling more insights-led decision-making. Hmm. When we talk about technologies, at the end of the day, it goes back to data. Yeah. Okay. When we talk about how we are making the organization a lot more efficient, yeah. it's also about how you drive insight from this data that you have. Okay. Yeah? Okay. One thing that is common point is shared between Bumi and Simpos is when we talk about integration plus automation equal transformations. Okay. Yeah. That's really what we're driving here. But this applies not just for the technology teams, not because I'm the CIO and we're just talking about technology. Mm. It's also mm. about how the whole business are embracing it. Mm. It has to be a digital first mindset for everybody to be able to drive yeah. the whole organizations to be, to be up there. You got to have the mindset before you can even want to look at the data yeah, for, exactly, for that matter. Exactly. I've been speaking with Noel Singer, who is Group Chief Information Officer for SingPost. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Elliot. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.